Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 61 with the master intuitive Grady Bray. Hi, this is Katie Bray. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I'm so thrilled to have Katie Bray back with us today. And we learned so much about going from having like a trauma to becoming the leader with the lights on. And today we are going to dive into the sales part a little bit more. And before we do that, make sure you check out the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass. This is my free online event coming up in May where amazing heart-centered driven entrepreneurs who have achieved massive amounts of success are sharing their secrets with you. So you can put it into practice. And once you did that, really change your business and your life. Hop on over to christineschlansky.com, find the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass 3 in the menu and just register. It's a free online event and we will have a lot of fun together. Plus, you will get really, really amazing value to up-level your business. So I'm really looking forward today to continue the conversation with Katie Bray. So here is her bio in a nutshell. Katie is a professional, clairvoyant and gifted empath whose direct and loving approach has been game-changing for those seeking to achieve the next level of success with greater confidence and authenticity. As a psychic, she is exceptionally well-versed in transformative techniques for accessing information and fast-forwarding growth and has created her own style that is uniquely adept at helping individuals gain access to what slows their manifestation process down and to bring them fully in their power. In fact, her clients even say that working with Katie is the single most powerful partnership they've ever experienced. Katie is a lifelong clairvoyant who went to become a Vedic master, a herbalist, a practitioner of Tundra, and is a non-denominational ordained minister. Her body of work is based in multidimensional living. She has worked with over 12,000 individuals and has led more than 100 group teachings. Her patterns of our humanity and how to get unhooked from the things that get us stuck is what she's really great at. So please welcome back with me on the show, Katie Bray. Well, I'm so excited to have you back on Heart Sales Podcast. Welcome, Katie. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, I loved our last conversation and all your great advice of how to change your emotional world when you really feel like, you know, there isn't enough uh, where to start. So I would be really interested in knowing, do you remember the very first thing you ever sold in your life? Oh, that's a really great question. Um, I think the first thing I sold in my life, I want to say I was younger, but I don't think that's true. I think I'm actually thinking of my daughter who intuitively knew how to upsell at her lemonade stand when she was like four. 
Wow. It's like, let's add some raspberry to it and we can charge an extra dollar. I was like, oh my gosh, that was not me. <laughs> well, that's very entrepreneurial. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, and you know, at that point I was already an entrepreneur. So I thought, okay, well, at least she's picking up on some things. But at four, I was just dumbfounded. I was excited, but dumbfounded. For myself, I was in the beauty industry. That's actually where I started. And my favorite thing to do was uh, makeup. I was a makeup artist. I did skincare, but I just loved, loved, loved having women sit in my chair and having them see how beautiful they were. Just I, they could see themselves how I saw them. And that really excited me. And so I had very high sales in makeup. And what was funny about it was I didn't feel like I was selling. I was so, you know, I never felt like, oh, but they need to have that mascara or they need to have this or that. It was, let me show you how beautiful I see you. And I'm going to bring all of that out in such a way. And I knew that they would just take what they wanted and leave the rest. And usually they would buy everything that I put on them, which was never my focus. It was never my focus. It just, it was a sort of a byproduct of the work that I was doing. So what's interesting is, and I'm sure we'll get to this, when I actually started doing more of my own like business business, and I was confronted with sales. It was amazing how different I felt about it versus when I was showing people through just makeup and them buying something. I mean, we don't really need makeup. I mean, we love makeup, but you know, this is not a car to get around town so you can get to work. This is we, we <laughs> would important survive this out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but, but for sales, that's the first time I really started selling was makeup. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting because for, for so many people who do not start out as an entrepreneur, they usually have um, a job where they have conversations and where then another person buys from the company. Mm -hmm. So if you're not starting in sale, you still have something, maybe you're doing a presentation or yes. you're doing some kind of service yes. and that draws people in because when you're really excited, like I could hear it in your voice, mm -hmm. like you're still so excited about makeup and, and, and about getting the beauty out in these women yeah. that you saw. And yes. I think it's so perfect with what you do as well, because now you're getting the beauty out in a human mm -hmm. being just, yes. you know, in another way but you're still doing the same thing. You're showing yes. them a transformation. Exactly. So when you started on your own entrepreneurial journey, do you remember that feeling when you, when you thought about making a sale or when you thought about how to maybe package your services or mm -hmm. offer your services? What was it and how is it now? At the time I was tuned in. So I'll, I'll tell you just a tiny bit about the work that I do. I, I kind of wear two hats. They're, they're essentially the same hat. It just goes into two different arenas. My husband and I have a company together called lead with the lights on. So we, 
uh, if anyone here is familiar with Ayurveda, um, a lot of people know Deepak Chopra. He, he brought Ayurveda a little bit more mainstream. Um, but we actually take um, Ayurveda and the Vedic philosophies into small businesses and do leadership, consciousness-based leadership and team development. So we do that together. Um, and then as, as I, as myself, I work with individuals, oftentimes women, oftentimes pioneering women who are healers or leads of their community or they just, they're sort of at the top of the class. They've done a lot of work on themselves and they want to keep going. That's, that's typically the, the type of person I do a lot of individual work with. So I started out working individually with women and I, you know, my background is Ayurveda, but like I said, in the first episode, I'm clairvoyant, empathic. So I do have, um, very practical, very, um, feet on the ground tools that I help people get very in sync with their mind, body, and spirit and work through very deep stuff, very hard stuff. But I also, I also have the capacity to see energy and feel energy. So I do a lot of energy work as well. So there's a lot that, that is involved. And so when I was going to my first networking meetings, I remember someone coming up to me and I think for a little while I was telling people who I was all with the feeling of resistance and the fear of God that they were actually going to come up to me and ask for my support because I was so scared at first, like, oh my gosh, can I really provide this? Can I really do this? Can it, you know, can I really do what I say I think I can do? Not like I hadn't been doing it. It was just now we're talking about a money exchange. And so it felt like we upped the ante, right? Um, this isn't friends. This isn't someone who just called for support. This is, there's a real deal exchange here. And so I was really nervous. I was really scared. And then I remember feeling very guilty because I felt like I was taking money for something that me as this, you know, big hearted person should just be willing to do for people. Mm. And that was a really hard one for me to work through because at, at a certain point intellectually, I knew that was not the case. I like you have a house, you have a child, <laughs> you have responsibilities. This is not a hobby. I had spent many, many dollars on my education. I had years of experience of my own experience. You know, I mean, there were so many reasons why I knew that wasn't true, but the, you know, as we were talking about really feeling into our bodies and knowing our bodies and in the last episode, it was, there was a disconnect from what my mind was telling me versus how I was actually experiencing this whole idea of selling myself or selling my services. I felt guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and many people do that. And I, I think you just mentioned one thing I want to go into real quick because people can get a really good idea. You said you spend lots and lots of dollars on your own education. Yes. And often we forget about this very, very important part yeah. that we have invested into ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have taken courses. We have had mentors. We mm -hmm. hopefully still have mentors and coaches. Right, exactly. So we keep growing and evolving. And 
whatever we keep investing into ourselves, we bring to the table. Yes. So if somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, well, I do feel a bit guilty. I feel like, well, can I even deliver? Like, should I be asking that kind of money? My answer is yes. Yes. Really go into, you know, maybe sit down and journal. What kind of money have you spent on yourself? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. did, well, spend is not the right word, invest, because it's yeah. still there. You hopefully yeah. grew and it evolved and bring that to the table. So what is it? Because that will help you to make that shift. So how I, did you deal with the, with the guilt part? How did you get yourself out of this? It took me some time. Uh, it, it honestly did. And part of it was at first, like I, I know that when I'm in session, my heart is very pure and honest and I'm very present and really showing up for people and with people that I'm not just trying to get money. This isn't like, it, it was one of those, if I won the lottery today, I would still be doing this work. Yeah. And I knew that. And it just happened to be that there had to be a money exchange. And honestly, I would just look at my daughter and go, she deserves a really good life. And that was what got me through for quite a while. It took, it took a lot of time of just consistently, excuse me, showing up and letting myself be in that space. And I feel like that started to just naturally shift things for me. And then something that I actually do with clients that I would love to share briefly, because I think that it's, it's hugely important and it, it kind of feeds off of what you were just saying about, um, you know, writing down what you've invested in yourself. Mm. I like to do a a lot of my work is based and I call it multidimensional living. And so I put together this multidimensional soul map. And in that, I write down, um, yes, what have I invested myself or what have I invested for myself? What is my educational experience? What are the things that I see as gifts? Also, what are the things that I love doing? What are the things that I think I'm good at? Who is in my network and who is connected to those people in my network? Um, what are some of the additional resources that I have? And so I, and I, I think I've even left a few things out. Um, but I, I actually inventory all of the things that I know that come with me when I am sitting with someone, because I do work with a lot of pioneering women, like I said, and sometimes what they need next in their business is I need more speaking gigs. And I think, okay, well, I'm connected to this person, that person, and that person. I'm happy to make that connection. So I know that the value of what I provide is so much um, more wide than this finite hour or six months that I'll spend with someone. It's when they have access to me, they really do have access to all of me. And, and I think that no matter what a person is providing, it's important to look at that, that, that with whatever it is that they buy comes you. And if you're really selling from your heart, if that person is buying a widget and you're in that heart-based conversation, because that's the person that you are and they need a connection to Joe in, you know, I don't know, Washington state, and you have that connection, of course you're going to give it. You know, so I think it, not everything is so even Steven or tit for tat. 
you know, it's just, it's just that exchange. And so that's really something that helped me, um, look at myself and my offering in such a different and, and profound way for me. Yeah, I, I love it. And, and I do the same. If I work with people one-on-one, if they need the connection, of course, I'm going to help making that introduction Yes, or providing them with ideas, even if they haven't thought about speaking, right? Giving yes. them the idea, how about, and I have a connection and that can help you. Yes. Because I think as heart-centered people, when we are really living our truth, Mm-hmm. Um, at least to the extent that we have already experienced it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because we're, right? always, we're always growing. So I don't, yes. I don't think we will ever get to that 100% this is my truth right. state. But um, as we, we know it in this moment and that we are really authentic, we want to support, we want to serve. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're not going to hold back in right. a relationship um, where we are committed to help the other person to get to their next level. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I just love that. And that also makes all the sales conversation different because it's not about influencing or manipulation. It's mm-hmm. really you are who you are. If the other person is a match, that's great. If they are not, right. well, there are other people out there that can support them in a much better way. Absolutely. Um. I would love to know, because I see that once people understand that when they have their own business, they can say no, mm. right? Mm. So they can decide, do I want to take this client on board? And I call them soulmate clients, yes. right? If I don't want them in my house, if I wouldn't mm. want them to stay for dinner, it's right. definitely not my client. Yes. <laughs> there yes. is another person that fits much better. Mm-hmm. So when, and I'm sure you do that, like you have, yes. you say no to people. Absolutely. When you started to learn this, what kind of impact had that on your business? It was actually one of the most empowering parts of my growth as an entrepreneur. Um, because not only did I increase my sales, I increased the work of the people that I really do want to work with. And the people that I really want to work with, there is such a, an energy exchange that my degree of gifts and what comes through me for them is so infinitely better that I feel almost high. (laughs) And so rather than, you know, ending certain days where I've worked with people who, you know, obviously great people, but they're just not showing up in the way that I work my best. um, I would feel more drained and I would feel more tired and I would sometimes feel a little bit of dread when I knew like, okay, this person's coming up. And I thought to myself one day, gosh, Katie, how would you feel if you were about to have an appointment with someone and they were just kind of like getting through it? Is, how would that feel? And I thought, my God, I don't want to do that to anyone. That's not even fair. And that's not me giving high value. That's that scarcity thing again, where I feel like I need to take everything that's given to me, which 
I understand. I, you know, I, I think I said in the first episode, I was on food stamps at one point in my life, a very short period of time, but I was on them. So I know what it's like to like really need that next payment. And yet when you can sort of move into that, I, you know, the victory of the human spirit and say, no, I am going to be really intentional about the way that I create this so that this whole business that I have feels so life-giving that I feel energized by it. Everything can magnetize from there. And that's exactly what I experienced when I made that big turn. That was a big turn for me because I also, my background was playing superhero and trying to save everyone, which doesn't do good things in the arena that I work, right? Because holy moly, that's a, that's a whole other episode. Um, so for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't not be there for that person. Oh my God. You know, so duh, Katie, you have a lot of people in your network. You know, a lot of great people just refer them to one of those other really great people who will be better suited for them. So you are, everyone is getting served. Not only are you sending business to someone else that you respect, that person is getting everything that they need and you're totally freed up to work with the people that really ignite every bit of your gifts. I mean, there's no better win, win, win situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just love it. And, um, I have to say when, when I started out on my entrepreneurial journey, um, I had learned that before. So I mm. was never in the situation. I'm so super mindful of it wow. because I know it's going to take away from my energy Yes. And I was in each situation so far, I was strong enough to say no, which um, I'm really happy that I, I, I had the strings because sometimes, yeah. as you said, you know, um, it's nice to um, send somebody an invoice. Yes. But then it, I know that it's going to, you know, have consequences. Right. And um, as you mentioned, I don't want to show up for people knowing I kind of have to get through this. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. And I think it, it so helps you with your personal growth as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when people have an, like an aha, like each time you, mm -hmm. you coach or talk to them uh, where you start asking yourself, well, is that, is that like, is that like the norm? Is that like the step? Is it possible? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that really helps you thrive. And, you know, when you, when your energy gets higher, well, mm -hmm. you know, the higher your energy, the more amazing things you will draw into your life. Yeah. So what would be um, something you would love to wrap this up with as a form of advice or as sharing a mantra or an inspirational quote, what would you like to leave people with? I think the most important thing that we can ever do is to really know ourselves and really trust ourselves and give ourselves permission to fully express that and understand that most of the resistance and fear and scarcity that we experience is us holding back on those things. Mm. And that when we can really live into and breathe into the embodiment of all that we're here to be and really know that and have space for that, that that's where expansive living is. Beautiful. 
just one more advice on how do you give yourself permission if you haven't really done that before? Mm-hmm. Honestly, sometimes you just have to jump in. For me, that was the process. And it's, I started with little things or things that felt little for me, which was, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop working with clients at night except one night out of the week, because I was working like six nights out of the week. I have a family. I don't want to do that. So giving myself permission to start changing my schedule in a way that better suited me. So if it's something that feels really challenging, start it with the things that seem smaller or more mundane and just let it grow from there. You don't, but you don't have to be a thousand percent, but you do want to just jump in and just notice how it shifts things. Yeah, yeah. And and definitely, I think another important point is like so many driven entrepreneurs, they don't do enough self-care things. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a must. That is a must. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering if you can touch on that real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, self-care is, I, I always call it, it builds our wellness savings account. Mm-hmm. So... When a curveball hits, when something's going on, we have much more resilience. We have much more energy to deal with the things that come down the pike as an entrepreneur. So even on a good day where you're like, nah, I don't need that today. I'm feeling good. No, it's like putting money away every single day. So when you need it, it's there. It, it is a way that our life starts to magnify and give more of itself. And so if you really want to have a thriving business, you have to be a thriving individual and taking care of yourself is number one. So I'm a big advocate of that. My, my self-care is sometimes a little ridiculous. (laughs) I just love this. What a great advice to finish this episode off. Thank you so much, Katie, for being here. Well, what a story. I am so super pumped that we had the opportunity to tune into Katie Bray's life and to find out what a master intuitive does and how that can actually influence your business. Um, To even learn more and to dive in deeper besides this wonderful podcast, please come and join the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass. This is my invitation for you. It is already the third masterclass that I am hosting with amazing, outstanding entrepreneurs who are all heart-centered and achieved a lot of results in their lives. And they share their success secrets with you. Each and every entrepreneur will be teaching a whole segment on practical and spiritual steps, how to increase your sales and create true wealth without losing authenticity. This can be so valuable for your business. So I want to make sure you are hopping on to that opportunity by going to christineschlonsky.com, find in the tab the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass number three, Just click, put in your name, your email, and you're good to go. You will get the notification once we get started. And also, I will invite you to join me at Brandenburg Gate in the heart of Berlin in Germany, where I will be celebrating you and your gifts on the 30th of April by popping a bottle of champagne 
on a Facebook Live to really celebrate you and to launch that beautiful next masterclass. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find in the menu the Sales Mentality Makeover Masterclass 3, sign in and you're all good to go. I can tell you, you will have a wonderful time and you will learn a ton of things to improve your business and your life. So thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and bye for now.